I'm Ezra Fieldsmeyer. And I'm Marty Harding, and welcome back to another episode of Animation and Beyond. Yes, and on this episode, in honor of the sequel, Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse, we're talking about the Oscar-winning film, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. That's right. This movie came out in 2018. It was the first animated Spider-Man movie. Is that right, Ezra? Yeah, and theatrically, yeah. And it had a very unique style. It did. Some might even call it confusing, but because of its acclaim, we know that it was a uh, risk worth taking and it was a well-loved movie. I know. And Ezra, you're seeing the sequel tonight, right? Yeah. So we're getting this episode out to you all so that you can ponder on the older movie in preparation for the sequel that just came out. Yes, I know. The first film was unbelievable and absolutely incredible and remarkable. It was a great film. But before we get too far into Spider-Man, we're going to zoom in on an actor, actress from that movie who voiced Mary Jane. Who was Mary Jane? Peter Parker, Spider-Man's love interest. That's the one. And the actress who voiced her was Zoe Kravitz. Yes, I know who she is. Singer and model. All of the above. Yes, Zoe Kravitz does a lot, which makes sense because she has two famous parents. Her mom is a p famous actress, Lisa Bonet, and her father is the incredibly famous musician and guitarist, Lenny Kravitz. I know that she was also in the Lego Batman movie as well. She was. She voiced Catwoman. I remember, yeah. And years later, she went on to voice Catwoman in the live-action movie that came out just a couple years ago called Batman with Robert Pattinson. I see, yeah. She's known things like Mad Max, Fantastic Beasts, as well as Divergent, and the Batman. Yes, she also played the comic book character Angel Salvador in the X-Men First Class movie. Yeah, I know. But like I said, she's done a lot more than acting. She's been in multiple music videos. She's been in promo videos. She's been in advertising campaigns. Um, she's modeled for a bunch of different companies, like really high-end fashion, like Tiffany & Co., Vera Wang, Balenciaga, Coach New York, Toomey, Calvin Klein. And she's the face of Yves Saint Laurent beauty, which is a pretty huge deal. I know she appeared on SNL at appearing as Tiana from The Princess and the Frog. Oh, that's right. For a skit. That's right. That was funny. I saw that one. <laughs> yeah. Let's see. She also started her own band in 2007. It was called Elevator Fight, which is a pretty funny name for a band. Yeah. Fun facts. She was named one of the 100 most influential people by Time Magazine in 2022. And her mother and father divorced when she was five years old, but her mother mm. remarried none other than Mr. Jason Momoa. I see, who's famous for Aquaman. Yes, and others. So now Jason Momoa, Momoa is her stepfather. I see, interesting. I know Jason Momoa is going to star in the movie of, based on the famous video game Minecraft. That's right. Jason Momoa is on a killer streak right now. He's been very successful. I know. Great. Anything else you want to say about Zoe Kravitz? I think she's a unique actress. She is, absolutely. Oh, and one more thing I forgot to mention. She now fronts the band Lola Wolf, 
Wow. That's what she's up to music wise right now. So yeah, she's a multi-talented individual who's always impressed me with her poise and her cool edginess and the characters she plays and the diversity of characters she plays. She's awesome. I know. Yeah, she is. Okay. Shall we move into our feature presentation? Yes. Why don't we start with Ezra, the background on Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse? So following the November 2014 of Sony's computers, there were leaks that they were planning and making an animated Spider-Man movie. Gotcha. When there hadn't been one before, right? Yeah. Which is funny because Spider-Man started as a comic book. I know. Interesting. So what happened with those leaks? It was with a lot of other films that Sony was having at the time and and temporarily canceled some films, such as the adult comedy The Interview. Gotcha. Early 2015, that's when they announced animated Spider-Man movie and and were developing the idea of it. But... This movie wouldn't be just like your normal Spider-Man movie, right? Like there have been live action Spider-Mans before, just with the central character being plain old Spider-Man Peter Parker, as we know him. But what's different about Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse? It focuses on Miles Morales. Who's Miles Morales? He's a high school student who does get one day get bitten by a radioactive spider. And when he does, when he, he doesn't know what's happening to him. And he gains superpowers. Yes, and then he meets this girl who he has a crush on in school who accidentally rips off her hair. Oof. How does that happen? He he accidentally gets his hand in her hair and he can't get it out. Ouch. (laughs) So then how are Miles Morales' powers unique from other Spider-Mans? Well, it's just like Peter Parker's, but the Peter Parker... Esau was got tragically killed, I remember. But then Parker from another universe comes and Miles is confused. That's right, which is a little confusing for the person watching. But my understanding is that this portal is opened into different dimensions, different universes, if you will. And in each of those universes, there is a Spider-Man or a Spider-Man equivalent. And so Miles is introduced to all of those versions of Spider-Man from different universes. Like Gwen, Spider-Gwen, who's Gwen Stacy, who was the girl he met in high school, who was actually disguised as a high school student, but came from another world. Spider-Noir, voiced by Nicolas Cage, the legendary actor. That's right. And he's in the style of a noir film, meaning... It's all black and white, very dark, very edgy. Spider <laughs> Spider Noir even wears a fedora. And there's Penny Parker with Spider, her robot. Yeah, and she has an interesting background. She's an anime-styled character, and it seems like the spider that operates her spider robot is her father, right? Yeah, and then there's the Peter Parker, voiced by comedian John Mulaney. Yes, who's very, very funny. I like the funny lines that he says, do animals dock in this dimension? Because I don't want to freak out. Or how he does Looney Tunes-esque comedy. Mm-hmm. Then you have problem with a cartoon? Or <laughs> music coming. And I thought he was so, so funny. He is funny. And he's interesting because he's got eyes for his nostrils on his nose. Did you notice yeah. that? Yes, I know. Um, 
he when he says that's all folks um during the climax it's a reference of course to porky pig right and so spider pig comes from a universe that's two-dimensionally animated so he looks different from the other spider-men as well spider ham i know and but it's not to be confused with spider pig from the simpsons movie which similar but not related thank you for correcting me ezra so all of these spider people meet and what's their objective in the movie to stop the evil kingpin and those evil villains who work for her like doc ock scorpion green goblin and the prowler which i remember the plot twist with the prowler who was actually miles's uncle aaron yeah yeah that's right and he gets killed i remember that tragic heartbreaking scene mm-hmm it feeds the hatred of Miles' father, who already thinks that Spider-Man is a bad thing for society. Well, Miles learns that all of the others have lost ones who are tragically killed, too. Yeah, so it's, it's a tragic but bonding experience for all of them. I know. Yes, that's right. Um, so throughout the movie, Miles is also navigating this relationship with his father, who doesn't know that he's Spider-Man. And Miles wants to know he's ready, but Peter tells him that he doesn't know he's ready. It doesn't work that way. It's just a leap of faith, and ultimately, that's when you find out you're ready. Yeah, yeah. The, one of the kind of major themes, I think you got nailed it on the head, Ezra, is that you have to believe in yourself and, you know, listen to your gut and your instinct to know when you're ready for, for big leaps of faith. So so ultimately, Miles does, does have a leap of faith and realizes when he's ready. He doesn't know he is. He just ultimately finds out. Yes. And it all concludes in this incredibly chaotic, extravagant scene where, you know, the other dimensions have reopened and everything's being sucked back into it. And Miles is having to fight Kingpin at the same time. And all of the spider people go back to their universes and leave him by himself. And yeah, it's it's dramatic. That ending had me on the edge of my seat. And Kingpin, I thought, was a liar and a cheater and a murderer. He is, absolutely. And he just wanted revenge. Yeah, he did. To paint a picture for the audience, Kingpin is a giant, giant man in a black suit with a very angry looking small face. And a lot and he was a lot of people would say he's a monster. Yeah, he is because he has super strength. So he has powers, too. I know. I remember when he killed Peter Parker, but not but not the other one, but Peter Parker and Miles's universe. And then Miles realizes the confusion. Yeah, yeah, that is confusing. But, you know, if you're able to track the plot of the story, it's got some really, really tender moments. It's got some awesome action. It's got so much comedy. It's really well done. Yes, I remember, like, the funny, like, from the beginning when he has things like comic books, the classic cartoon show, which it references from the 1960s. Mm-hmm. It also references the popsicle with the gumball eyes and even um, <laughs> really funny uh, spy the Christmas album, Spidey Bells, Spidey Bells, swinging through the town. <laughs> I thought that was so silly. <laughs> the Christmas song. 
I agree. They they make a lot of really clever references in this movie. <laughs> and at the end, we find out that it was dedicated to Stan Lee and Steve Ditko. Because Stan Lee passed away before it came out. He did. It was one of Stan Lee's final cameos. It was, yeah. But the, he died, and so there's a dedication to him and Steve Ditko at the end. I know, and there's a po- there's a post credit scene, which is fun to to see it is definitely a worth not miss thing. Yeah, and it previews the sequel that's coming up. I know, and it even has a reference to the original 1960s cartoon. Yes. All right, really quick before we jump forward into this talking about this sequel, which you're going to see tonight, I do want to mention this all-star cast. You know I love an all-star cast because Peter Parker, the one from a different universe is voiced by jake johnson who's famous from new girl shameek moore voices miles morales he does Haley steinfield who's a singer voices gwen stacy mahershala ali who's a very famous actor voices uncle aaron lily tomlin a very famous actress voices aunt may like we said zoe kravitz voices mary jane john mulaney voices spider ham and nicholas cage voices spider noir Yes, I know. There are lots of famous people in this movie. Big names to draw an audience. And the movie did really well. It grossed $384.3 million. Yes, and it won many awards, including an Academy Award for Best Animated Feature. Which was huge. Yes, and it won a Golden Globe Award and a lot of other things, which it's no surprise it won many awards. It's true. It was a very, very successful movie. Yeah, I agree. It was made by Sony Pictures Animation in collaboration with Marvel mm-hmm. and Pascal Pictures, and that's what produced this film. What about this sequel, Ezra? What do you know about the sequel? It's set right off, left off where the first one was. How so? Where Miles Morales was in his room, and then he hears Gwen Stacy's voice. I know it gets introduced to to a new world where there that lead to other universes and where there's hundreds of other spider people of all different kinds. Hence the the title Across the Spider-Verse instead of Into the Spider-Verse. Yeah, references to the live action Spider-Man. Very, very clever. I know. Is it all the same cast? Well, yeah, most of them, some different ones. Gotcha. I'm looking forward to seeing all of the different spider people that we meet. Yes, I know. I know um, Spider Peter Man Peter Parker has a baby daughter. What? Yeah. With Mary Jane? Yeah. Very exciting. Um, yeah, and there's also like a lot of new spider people. I think there's a T-Rex, a spider dinosaur, and there's spider punks, Spider-Man India, and the, and the new villain is the Spot. The Spot. What do you know about the spot as a villain? Kind of weird and he can put his hand through holes. Whoa, interesting. That'll be interesting to see how they incorporate this new villain since the original movie had so many different classic Spider-Man villains. This one I know when Miles first, first sees him, he thinks he's a he's a cow or a Dalmatian. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Well, it sounds like there will be there will be a lot going on just like the first movie, but I trust them to do it so well, so I'm not worried. Yeah. What are you most looking forward to about this new movie, Ezra? Um how it'll I from what I know it'll I think it breaks the record as 
making it the longest animated film ever made. Whoa, that's wild. Yes. I've seen a lot of animated films in theaters that were like a little less than two hours, such as both of the Incredibles movies, uh, Ralph Breaks the Internet, Ratatouille, Car, the first Cars. Those were all slightly less than two hours. Mm-hmm. But this one is more. I know. They're packing a lot in, must be. I know. It's such an amazing, unbelievable, mind-blowing, and breathtaking movie that now has a sequel, which I think should be even more astonishing than the first. Agreed. Really looking forward to see what they do with this new Spider-Verse movie and what's to come for Miles Morales. Yes, and I really love the unique style of it like nothing else we've ever seen. It's so true. Just like a comic book combining 2D with 3D, it's just one of the best things we've ever seen. All right, let's move on into trivia. We need to answer last week's trivia question about The Little Mermaid. Who was the actor who voiced Sir Grisby, Eric's caretaker in The Little Mermaid? And the answer is... It's Ben Wright. And what else has he been in? He was known for being in a lot of films such as The Sound of Music. The animated voices he did was Roger Ratcliffe in in 101 Dalmatians and then Rama in The Jungle Book. And when he was in The Little Mermaid, they did not know who he was, that he was in Mulder films, and he voiced Grimsby. And interestingly, that was his last film, and and he died a few months before the film's release. Well, we're grateful he got to be in it. Yeah. Well, this week, we've got a question for you about Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. And the question is... Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse was unique for a lot of reasons, but one of them was that it was the largest team of animators ever used by Sony Pictures Animation on a feature film. How many animators were involved in the making of this movie? Know the answer? We'll give it to you in the next episode of Animation and Beyond. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you on the next episode of Animation and Beyond. Goodbye! Goodbye!